Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show dedicated to giving you behind-the-scenes access into the lives of your favorite players. Today, Jason Kipnis joins the show to share some of his clubhouse stories and talk about getting absolutely punked by a young kid in Boston. I'm your host, Trevor Bauer, and this is the Bauer Bites Podcast. What's up, Kip? Thanks for coming. You got it, bud. Thanks for checking out my uh, humble abode. This is nice. <laughs> is it yours? Yeah, I actually uh, just bought it. Cost my entire soul three times over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on? Not too much. I like this out here. I can get used to this. Yeah? You dining me? Dining and dining <laughs> Finally. That's right. That's right. I was gonna have a uh, I was gonna have a rose for you, <laughs> yeah. bachelor rose I ceremony. Knew you'd come around. <laughs> I knew you would. Gotta gotta make the teammates happy, man. You've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for someone today to say my favorite teammate is Trevor Bauer. It was gonna I, be. It's not like my great. shining moment. I was just waiting and then just. I was too busy telling Hosey it wasn't gonna be him. <laughs> Would you have stood up and waved if someone said your name? I would have, I would have gone fucking nuts. Everyone. I would have fist pumped. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably ran I over. Knew it. I knew it. Giving someone a hug. Oh, like, this God. is my, this yeah. is my time. Tito starts to talk again. Hold on. It's Skip. all about Hold me. On. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to give a speech, please. <laughs> you offer the floor to everybody else. That's right. <laughs> I was gonna say, who is your, who is your pick if you had to say someone? Uh, actually, we did it. I went with Masterson. Did you ever get to play with him? Oh, yeah. I was with Massey. I, that's right. I thought you came. Did you come that year, the last year, right? 13? Yeah, I, I was up for a couple time, like a couple days in 13. I actually don't remember that year at all because my <laughs> worst, the worst year of my career. I don't remember I last completely year. Completely blocked it from my memory. yesterday. There's, <laughs> he, he was just, like, he's a big teddy bear. He was this imposing figure. He's this 6'4", just behemoth of a man, but... Yeah. Um, like we said, he had his ups and downs, but he was always the same person. He was approachable. Um, he was accountable. He was just a good guy that was worried about how you're doing all the time, whether on the field or off the field. And it just he went out of his way to make sure everyone was pulling from the same side of the rope. And yeah. I always remember it. Yeah, he was always good. Like when I first came up, he was just like super kind. Like mm -hmm. hey, if you need anything, like just ask whatever. You want to take a guess on who my selection was? I got some guesses. I know who it wasn't. <laughs> we can start there. Yeah. <laughs> the list who it was will be shorter, so we'll go. Uh, is it? He's not on the current roster. That's correct. <laughs> was he recently? He was. Hmm. Don't say Michael Brantley. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Poopy Lip Brantley. Eeyore Brantley. That's right. Uh, well, we share that nickname, Eeyore. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> that's what you've taken from him. I adopted it this year. Yeah. He's the man. I'll never admit it to his face, so I'm going to edit this part <laughs> out. But yeah, he's the man, and I, I miss him. I know he misses being here, too, with us. He, he, was, he was the, like, babysitter for the team a lot of times. Yeah. Anytime there was a problem, guys would go to him. Yeah. He'd be the filter before you have to get to any coaches or management. Most of the time. Mo yeah. Most of the time Most in our cases. Time. Sometimes we'd like to go straight to management. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, were you there when I uh, bought him Victoria's Secret underwear? I was not. You missed that one? No, but please do tell. <laughs> so he was on the DL, and 
This is back before I hit the DL for the first time. He would say this to me. I can't pass up this joke. I said, that doesn't narrow it down. So <laughs> I, he would say that about me, probably. Uh, so I, uh, I just made fun of him. I called him Michelle. <laughs> told him he needed to get off the, uh, off the DL. He's being a little girl about it. And uh, so I, I exchanged all of his compression shorts. Yeah. I went to Victoria's Secret, Secret <laughs> bought five for five. <laughs> and exchanged all of his compression shorts with little thongs. Just like went sure back he to was my thrilled. Oh, he came over to my locker wearing one of them. <laughs> only one of them. Turn, nothing yeah, else. One. Turn the table. He stood there yeah. and like, you got a problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not anymore. <laughs> like, Who do I write a thank you card to? <laughs> like, you win this one. <laughs> Touche. Well played. <laughs> but, yeah, he's great. I miss that guy. Do you remember being dressed up as a rookie? Uh-huh. Do you remember handling it, how you handled it? I do. <laughs> I do. You want me to tell that story? Uh, not if you don't want to. I, I, I don't care. I think you should know this about I me. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> you felt, I understood it. You felt isolated, but I was trying, the only thing I was trying to say that is that you weren't, that there was like six other guys dressing up too, and I wanted you to just kind of buy in, but whether you might have, were get, maybe getting more attention than other people probably who were dressing up. So my issue, I guess to tell the story first. Um, so it comes to be the uh, rookie dress-up time, mm -hmm. and I get wind from someone that I'm going to be dressed up, but I was not a rookie this year. I already had one-plus year of service time. I'd already lost rookie status. I was like, oh, I'm not a rookie, so since everyone's terming it one-plus, yeah. or since everyone's terming it rookie dress-up, I shouldn't be dressed up. And uh, so I actually, I forget what I did. I think I hid my clothes or something in someone else's <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did too. Yeah, I don't remember. Because they were coming was. for them. Yeah. And so I get That's back to my locker. That's how it happens to explain that. Usually we hide all the clothes so That's they don't right. have a yeah, choice. Yeah. So you, you get to the field, you dress in your, <laughs> your uh, practice stuff or whatever, and then someone comes along during the game and mm -hmm. takes all your jeans and everything. And the <laughs> only thing left in your locker when you go on the road is just this like outfit that uh -huh. you have to wear. So I hid my clothes in someone else's locker so they couldn't find them. They're all, all mad. Apparently someone found them. The clubbies <laughs> sold me out, as they always. They do that always, yeah. They've sold me out multiple times. You think you can trust them. I hope they watch this and know this. <laughs> they sold me out when I tried to lock your locker when uh, you stole my, ball? my first hit ball. No one was more happy finding that <laughs> ball than me. So we, we hit his first hit. Um, which happens, as, especially like right around that time, it was becoming a thing to hold it for a ransom. Yeah, because Moss has got held for a ransom Moss by the bullpen. And Mark and Reynolds Apple, and some, something, yeah. Well, Apple paid all of the bullpen's it's demands. I, like, yeah, iPods and yeah. iPads, rather. And so we're like, okay, we're getting a ransom for this out of him. And I threw it in like a, a little sock and I put it somewhere. And I stuffed it actually into one of my shoes in my locker. So, and like turned it around so it was not facing outward so you wouldn't be able to find it. And it was near the end of the year, and I always do that shoe toss at the end. <laughs> and I swear for a good two months, I thought I threw it in one of the shoes. I thought I was like, he is going to absolutely kill me. And we, for the longest time, we were like, can we, can we put up a different ball, scuff it up, and make him think that this is his first thing, just give it to him and see if he'll notice. And we're like, if there's a number on the sticker, the authentic sticker, and we said, if there's one person in the entire league that's going to check if that number matches <laughs> up, it'd be you. 
That's right. Um, so, but I also collect autographs. So I would always get autographs from certain people and put them in like the, the sandy sleeves to the other socks. And then I was putting them in my casing one time and I'm just emptying all the balls out of these socks. And there's just one laying there unsigned with a sticker on it. And I literally just, it fell out and I just stared at it for like 10 seconds. And I was just mm. like, what could this be? And then it just absolutely hit me. <laughs> and I think I jumped up. I swear to God, I was more excited probably than you were when you got the hit where I was like, oh, thank God he's not going to kill me. <laughs> so, yeah, so I uh, got my first hit and of course got ransomed for 12 pairs of shoes. <laughs> and I was like going through the not list. Not just me. There are other people holding him ransom. It wasn't you first, right? It was me, it was, Brant. And I think Jan was in on it, wasn't he? Might have been. I know he got a pair of shoes for himself, so. I think we were asking people who wanted pairs of shoes at that yeah. point. <laughs> so it's 12 pairs of shoes, like Nike, like Jordan shoes or whatever. And uh, I, I'm, going through this, I'm going through the sizes and I'm like, hmm, who could this be? I'm like, well, it's clearly probably just the trainers and the clubhouse guys. I was like, someone ran some the ball, is gonna get those guys. I'm like, I'm cool with this, all in. So I bought the shoes. Still had no idea who it was, laid the shoes out. I'm like, all right, whoever. Wait, you got the shoes? Yeah, I got. I didn't 12. get a pair of shoes. Well, I, apparently, <laughs> I did all the hard work of holding so, it the whole time. <laughs> so I got the shoes. That's why I say that I thought it was Jan, because Jan came over and immediately got himself a pair of shoes. And so that's bull. All the clubbies got their shoes, and I just figured that was it. So I got the ball back. I think Jan gave me the ball back. I gave you the ball back. Was it you? Yeah. So then I gave it to Bart because the guy in Cleveland decorates them. Mm -hmm. And then Bart got started talking to someone and left it sitting on the table. Oh, that's when I took it. And then you swiped it. That's when it. I swiped it. Never yeah. Mind. Yeah. So then the ransom that I get from you is one of those uh, hoverboards, right? The mono hovers. The, the mono oh, hovers. And then Brant wants a freaking reclining <laughs> yeah. massage chair. He wants to kick his, his feet up. Bum. <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, I see where this is going. I'm just not going to pay it. They'll get over it at some point, get to the end of the year, ask my ball back. Brant like, insists that he doesn't know where it's at. He doesn't know who has it. Figured that guy would never lie to me. Clearly, I was wrong. <laughs> that boy, Brent, uh, yeah, had my back. <laughs> and then he was my buying ball me time because I still had no idea where the hell That's it was. That's right. So my ball disappears. So I'm like pretty mad about it. So like a couple months later, my agent reaches out and is like, "Hey, you know, we got you. Uh, we found your ball. Someone in the Cleveland front office won't say who. They still wouldn't tell me who it was. But like they located your ball. They don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Like, gave me the ball, which I thought was the ball." That's I was going to say, that's bullshit. I know, <laughs> yeah, which apparently was not the ball. And I realized this when like, it didn't have an authentication sticker on it. And See, I was like, yeah. I thought of doing that, yeah. but couldn't. Right. Good so to know that was, they. So then I was like, oh, I, I appreciate it. That's nice. And I realized this, but my ball is still gone. And then when you gave it to me, I was like, I figured it was gone. I was like, this is awesome. This yeah. is great. So <laughs> I was like, Bart, I want you Take to get this decorated, yeah. but I'm, Immediately. <laughs> I'm personally taking it. To put it in the mail. Take it for a front office guy to stoop that low to give you a fake ball. <laughs> That's something you would just never, you would never expect out of them, is it? No, <laughs> doesn't sound like them. Just kidding. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My last year enjoying me. <laughs> yeah, you're not resigning me, trust me. But, um, yeah, to go back to the rookie thing. So my clothes disappear. I get back and I have a cheerleader outfit. That's it in my locker. Was it short to Canada skirt. to Toronto? It and was we did the draft. Right, that's right. I was so mad. Couldn't not tell. much, not much makes me more mad than someone like outsmarting me <laughs> and forcing me to do something that I don't want to do. Because I pride myself on like 
being somewhat intelligent. <laughs> so I was honestly more mad about getting outsmarted than I was about having to dress up. You heard it here first. That's right. So uh, put on the uh, cheerleader outfit, walk out. I was the first one out of the clubhouse because I was pissed. Mm -hmm. Walk out, left my pom-poms <laughs> in my locker. Just part of the outfit, but just, go on. Yeah, I was just over it, not having it. Again, just mad because one, I got outsmarted, and two, I'm not a rookie. <laughs> I'm just not a rookie. So get on the bus, and Zach McAllister's like, hey, you forgot these, and throws the pom-poms in my I lap. I do remember this. I was like, oh, great. Then I get on the plane, so I left the pom-poms on the bus. <laughs> got on the plane. of pom-poms once we get on the plane. And then uh, Kluber brought the pom-poms on, on the plane, and he's like, you forgot these, and he threw them at me. And what, like, so the pom-poms got a plastic thing in there. They'll hurt, hold, they'll hurt. And it hit me in the face. It didn't feel too good. And I was just not happy. It's not fun when the, the people who are having the snowball fight all throw 95 <laughs> plus. It's just, stuff can start to hurt. Mm -hmm. So we get to the fantasy draft, and who do you sit by? You sit by me. Oh, that's right, because we had to. <laughs> so we get into Toronto, go through customs, which is like an hour and a half of me. <laughs> Thanks, Tomlin. Yeah, in a cheerleader outfit, <laughs> having to wait through. Canadian customs. Go you see there. why we do this? It still makes me giggle. Yeah. <laughs> to this day. Get to the hotel. Of course, now at this point, I cannot get my clothes because all the clothes are in a bag that's being delivered to someone's room to show up the next day at the field. See, I didn't know that. But I didn't have an extra pair of jeans with me on this trip. <laughs> And so I couldn't, I was like, what am I going to go to the field tomorrow in? A shirt and the, sh <laughs> the cheerleader yeah. shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so they told me that they would get my clothes for me at the fantasy draft. That is checking your ego at the door and walking in with confidence. Someone so, on the other team talks shit to you, and you're like, bro, I came here in a skirt today. What are you <laughs> going to say to me? I got nothing on you. So uh, get to the fantasy draft, and they have to, of course, I'm not partaking in the fantasy draft. By choice. By choice. I don't play fantasy football. I never played any fantasy sport. You didn't have to play to partake that day. I know, but I'm not partaking. Your day was done when you were... I was, I was over. Yeah, your day was already over. I was checked out. The fantasy draft is this way. Trevor, I'm sitting right here with the team. Trevor's sitting right here facing that way toward, <laughs> towards the door. And just repeatedly, you let me know when I can leave. <laughs> let me know when I can go. <laughs> I was like... Trevor, please try to just have fun. I was like, there's six other guys with you. And you're like, no. Nope. Tell me when I can go. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you're so miserable, just go. I actually ended up having to announce one of the picks. Because that, that year we that like, was, Yeah, we got everyone to do that one. Yeah, so it was like the, the ring girls, <laughs> which were us. Once, once you did that, there. then I was like, all right, he's, he's paid his dues. You're, yeah. you're fun. You could go. So yeah, that was my rookie dress up. Then the next year, Nap came in. And uh, try to make it three. And he's like, anyone with three or less. Yeah. And so he dressed everybody up. And I was fine with that one because it was just like, all right, well, if that's the case, then everybody three, yeah. three less. I get it. That's fine. So all we had to do was move the line for you? Yeah, that's it. That's it? If you would have just said, if this it was communication rookies, here, this is what helps. This yeah. is what works. We've grown so much in these years, <laughs> Kip. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to be, like, I viewed it as being treated like separate from the group. So just say it's like everybody with 
or yeah. even if it was but, everybody yeah, that hasn't like been dressed up before point. or whatever, you know. But anyway, if it makes you feel any better. I had a pair of Target underwear and nothing else left in my locker. Mm. It was SpongeBob underwear <laughs> in Detroit when it was like 50 degrees out, 40 degrees out, not flattering. And Shelly Duncan gets on a like a microphone and is just yelling at the whole public to look at us as we march in a single file <laughs> line down a street. We so made uh, didn't Naquin have to like run back to the hotel by himself one one bus? Kicked him off the bus in Detroit. I think you're, that's because that used to be the thing. You kick them off about a mile away from the hotel. Yeah. And <laughs> you kick them off, and they have to find their way back. And some of these guys, right. they are rookies, so they've never been in the city. They don't know where the hotel is. Mm -hmm. And they're just in either a cheerleading outfit <laughs> or just underwear. And with sometimes we take their phones. Yeah. Best was Tyler Holt. He was wearing rollerblades and the rainbow tutu. That's who it was. Yeah. It was Tyler Holt. We <laughs> yeah. kicked him off in Detroit and he had to rollerblade <laughs> back to the hotel. We made him bartend <laughs> our flight too. He had to roller skate up and down the aisles asking everyone for drinks. <laughs> I couldn't even drink. I was laughing so hard at him. So. Yeah. But that's see, but I mean, like that's part of the thing where it it sucks. It's not fun, especially if you feel isolated, which is never the goal. You're not trying to make anybody right. feel isolated like that. But if you just give well, in and look at it as a rite of passage, it's well, mine was a unique situation because because it's you. Well, you know, obviously because it's me. <laughs> I came over from Arizona. I made my debut in Arizona, but was only up for 20 days, so never got dressed up there. Then in 20. 14 when I was actually a rookie. Mm -hmm. This is my other point of contention. When I was actually a rookie in 2014, <laughs> rest. Um, I didn't get dressed up in 2014. So you hadn't gotten dressed up yet? I hadn't gotten dressed up yet. And you still wanted to argue that? Didn't get dressed up in 14 when I was actually a rookie. So then 15 comes along, so I'm no longer a rookie. So you think we missed our opportunity to dress you up so you don't get to dress up anymore? Yeah, if, I, if you're <laughs> if you're gonna dress up rookies, if you dress up when you're a rookie and you guys didn't dress me up for whatever reason, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not a rookie now. You wouldn't sing on the bus. That's correct. You said you didn't know any words to his songs. I actually don't. We said sing happy birthday and you said it doesn't nope. ring a bell. <laughs> well, mostly because Brant was saying it. I'm <laughs> not gonna give Brant the satisfaction of being the one to make me sing. <laughs> Best teammate, huh? Your favorite teammate? <laughs> My favorite all teammate. Yeah, all relationships aren't always love all the time you know? <laughs> it's a love hate relationship <laughs> those do exist there's got to be a give and a take yeah i want to see his dumb face here right now <laughs> i miss him too i can't wait to send this to him i'm still hoping the body issue comes through so i can wallpaper his boat <laughs> with my naked body i just want you to show, tell him what's coming when you face him the give first him the pitch, fastball I'm give him the curveball the first pitch is going like 15 feet behind him Oh, I and will gonna, literally laugh so I'm hard. I'm going to bow to him, and then we're going to just get it on. Just stare him down for like 15 seconds after that and just see if he breaks. <laughs> this has been an at-bat that's been, been talked about for four or five years now. Oh, the entire time, because I'm going to get him to chase a curveball in the dirt. Are you? That's the goal. <laughs> that's, the, that's the goal. See, the, like this is, we're going to play him before this episode comes out. So what, what's he going to do when you throw the curveball? Well, I'm what's, he real, what's he say he's going to do? Just spit on it. He's just not, he's not yeah. swinging at all. He's going to statue you. He said that he's not going to swing the entire bat. Because I can't <laughs> throw enough strikes. <laughs> he's going to be, he's gonna like, strike you out 50 times. And I'm going to be 0 for 0 with 50 walks uh -huh. facing you. So you bounce it. But here, here's my thought. I feel like if I tell him a curveball's coming. Oh, throw a fastball then. Please. 
No, if I tell him a curveball is coming in a two-strike count, he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to swing at it. because he's first He one wants he's, to touch it. He first, doesn't want to strike out. You right. can use that. First one, he's not going to swing at because he knows I'm going to bounce it. Then I'm going to tell him it's coming again. Yeah. And if I try to like throw it close for a strike or something. You might get it. Then I might get him to swing at a ball, which is all I really want. Yeah, because he doesn't want to strike out first, he was going to try to put it in place so he might swing uh -huh. and chase something. That's my that's my angle on it. And it's all because he doesn't want to strike out. It's and I think if I tell him, I think if I, if I tell him it's coming, then it's even going to be more in his head like, I really can't swing and miss at this. Oh, and it's going to give him up. There's just endless possibilities of the way this can go well. I hope it goes, th there's two ways that I hope it go. One, I actually get him to swing at a curveball in the dirt. And I'm going to fist pump and yell at him, I fucking told you, <laughs> in the middle of the game. The other is, I hope he hits a ball 700 feet and uh, bat flips the hell out of it. Both, yeah. Can I Little League World Series high five him when he goes around the bases? Abs yeah, absolutely. Please do. <laughs> Celebrate it. Laugh at me. Just, I don't care. Like, if that's what happens, then go for it. Uh, but in that scenario, like, if I'm telling him what's coming, which I fully intend on doing... Then yeah, it's fair game. <laughs> what what better way to own someone from in the first at bat if you tell them everything that's coming and still get them out? That would work versus me. I know that. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not Brandt. That's kind of where I'm at with Machado right now. Might as well. I, it can't get worse. Add some verbal deeks. Some. Did you see my Instagram story? I saw parts of it. Yeah, you're just happy <laughs> he's not in the AL anymore. I put out yesterday a screenshot of Padres at Indians Monday. Like, oh, I punched out 10 last time. Need to be humbled. Machado, are you playing tomorrow? <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people that are happy to see him go to the NL. A lot of pitchers, not just you. I'm probably, I guarantee him. It can't get worse than me. I'm, I guarantee he owns me not more much, than anybody no, else. No, not much worse. Yeah. When Frankie's, I turned around when he hit the last one off me, and Frankie was at shortstop with a glove over his face, pointing at me, <laughs> just yelling at me. Our whole dugout was like, yeah! <laughs> As Machado's like yeah. running around the base. Line up along a third baseline <laughs> to high five him. <laughs> then we go back to rooting for you, but until for that one moment. I'm all about that, man. It's fun. I, I, the, I fun like the videos fun. you post from Driveline in the offseason of those guys facing them. Mm hmm. Because even if they get you, you, you look like you can have a smile on your face. You understand this is a good time competing. Right. I, I appreciate those videos. I like those. You ever watch the uh, KBO, Korean baseball, bat mm -hmm. flips? Oh, I've seen a couple of them. That's so, like, I love that. I hope someone just does, in, like, ridiculous bat flips. I don't have me. the balls to do that. I'll stand and watch it way more than I'll ever throw a bat up in the air. Not saying I won't do it, but not to that extent. That's oh, yeah. It'd have to take the right scenario. The, some of the best ones were on foul balls, too, weren't they? <laughs> the, best one. the best the one. The best one. Yeah. Foul ball, flips the bat like 40 feet, and the ball goes out of the stadium to like yeah. 100 feet foul. <laughs> like in the 11th row of the bowl. <laughs> and this guy's had his comeback and just looking for his bat. <laughs> oh, God. It's a funny sport. I saw Brent bat flip. Uh, the only time I saw him ever like show someone up was that Guthrie hit three guys oh yeah um brant he got he hit brant and threw behind him mm -hmm. and then the next pitch brant took him deep and just like back legged him and just like flipped the bat and stared at him there's pitchers and they could be fantastic guys off the field or you meet them and you laugh about it over a beer the other time but like when they have that uniform on and they're playing against you you just have history with guys that it just comes out of nowhere that you hate yeah. them in between those lines I remember he was one of them, and I, me and him started not having a good history, too, just because he started 
either plunking the hell out of me or just something. And it's weird. It's weird how much you lock in more, though, for those at bats when it's versus someone that you just know you have beef with. Like your boy Justin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see what you're doing. You lock in because you're starting, you're going to have beef with every, every hitter in this league. I, I, I'm getting on to you. I'm starting to learn your ways now. <laughs> the worst person for me to face is someone I'm tight with. Because I'm like, I literally, at that point, just Are you don't tight care. with him? You've gotten tight with him over the offseason? Who? Was it Bregman or who is no, it? No, 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 not not that. But like, if I fit, like if I face you, yeah, I'd be like, I really don't care like what happens here. I'd love to strike him out, but if he hits a homer, I'm gonna laugh about it. That's and that's that's well, not a good place to be. When in. you yeah, that's you're not at your peak competition right. level there. Peak is like Avisil Garcia. Oh God. Just started like yelling at me to throw a <laughs> to throw a fastball and just like pure ridge. God. That game was so yes. funny. It was like 94, 94, 98. Yeah. And then Matt Davidson got like the leftover, like 97s. Ugh. And then 94, 94, Avi came up again, 98. I've, yeah, I've had that. <laughs> Verlander like does that to me. He's one of my favorite. pisses him off and here it comes. It's at 92, 94. And then I come up there and it's just 97. Dude, my favorite story Ugh. with you. Not, and not my favorite story. <laughs> don't Is tell. It if it's the one I think it is, don't tell it. Well, as the year, I'll tell the <laughs> tell the abbreviated safe version. Please, I still have to face him, and he uh, throws hard. <laughs> the uh, it was the year his shoulder was bugging him, and his, he was throwing like ninety, and struggling. What a good year that was! <laughs> what a wonderful time that was. And um, you were uh, doing your typical pregame <laughs> yell at the pitcher from the dugout uh, <laughs> mentality. <laughs> yeah, mentality. And uh, the first guy comes up, and the scoreboard's on, and it's like 90, 89, 90, 91. And you're hitting second. And the first pitch is 96 by your nose. Whee! <laughs> and then he didn't throw a pitch above 91 the rest of the game. <laughs> rethink your, my, I rethink my mentality before those games <laughs> numerous times. So real, really like, like 100 off him. What's that? I'm hitting like a hundred off him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, maybe not piss him off so he's gassed up for our bats anymore. Well, I guess the league has you to thank because he then shortly after that rediscovered how to throw 96 on a routine basis. <laughs> you guys are welcome. <laughs> you guys are welcome. Justin, you're welcome. You're a... Uh, yeah. I'm a motivator. I'm not an X's and O's guys. I'm a motivator. <laughs> You're also a well-known shit talker. <laughs> I hear stories told all the time from random people that I have no connection to <laughs> about like me, Jason Kipnis in college. <laughs> college, I was an asshole. <laughs> There's just no way around it. But good to see some things don't change. <laughs> <laughs> Product of my environment, I'm gonna throw chalk that one up to of Arizona State because Murph, Murph was the coach, and he's an asshole. I love him. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Murph, you're an asshole, and you've made me one too. Um, but he wanted that. Like he wanted that. I'm gonna hit a double off you, or or stretch a single into a double, and there's nothing you can do about it. He wants you getting dirty. Like we thrived on that kind of play, yeah. where we just wanted to be better than you and didn't care if you knew it. And college, it works. Pros, I, people get a little bit better bigger and stronger and it stops working 
So you're gonna have to adjust accordingly. Every time we fished, you guys, we only have one at bat. What's that? We only had one at bat. Oh, I remember it quite well. I do too, actually. I uh, a little bit lower. I dominated coming in you. the danger zone. I dominated a you. little bit lower. <laughs> and your neck's gonna hurt. Looking at it gone. It could Thank be you. said that I own you. It can be said. Statistically, <laughs> I have never succeeded off you. I'm 0 for 1. Mm -hmm. I, I think I was just, I missed a game or two. Yeah, that was your first time back, like first at bat back. From and I, pinch hit. and they asked me if I wanted to. And I said, yeah. I was like, I want to see this guy. Because, I mean, it's, you, you want to live up to the challenge. You want to meet the challenge. You, anytime. I, was, I was shoving it up your ass that game as a team. Oh, for our third loss of the year? Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> the game I'm not even playing. That's right. You boss you. But I said, I, well, because, because you were shoving it actually up there, <laughs> I was like, I want to see what this guy's going because guys were coming back and shaking their heads or something. And I was like, come on, it can't be like that or it can't be that tough. So I, go, I went up there and I, I asked for the at-bat and wanted to see for myself. I think you, you climbed the ladder. Was the, I remember the last pitch that it ended on. You climbed the ladder and I popped it up. Mm -hmm. a high, high the top of the zone fastball. My specialty. See, <laughs> you got that from me too. I'm telling you. There's a lot of pitchers who have me to thank for figuring it out. That's right. Like you said, you're a motivator. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, every time we'd play you guys, our coach got so ridiculously domed up about playing ASU because he had a thing with Murph. Oh, yeah. And Murph would always, like, troll him. Because he's an asshole. So <laughs> I remember, like... <laughs> Merv wanted to win versus like your guys coach or another coach yeah. himself. So, which is great. I love that. Um, so the managers always meet the umpires at the plate <clears throat> before the game. Did he send someone else up? Yeah. Oh god. So, here goes John walking <laughs> out there to meet. And uh <laughs> Murph sent a player <laughs> to hand the lineup cards. Oh. And John's looking around like flustered what? from the first. What's going day. on? Huh? <laughs> Where's Murph? Looking over the shoulder. Just like didn't just couldn't. I'll tell then, you where uh, Murph was. He's sitting in the dugout, like <laughs> looking over someone's shoulders, laughing his ass off to himself. Yeah. <laughs> and like that week leading up to playing ASU, we would like put in a new pickoff play at second and practice it for like 50 minutes, and then like. That's how practices. I know we were we were in your guys' head. You, yeah, You're you, practicing pickoffs to second base <laughs> before you play us. Yeah, you guys won. You came in, uh, well, it was the next year after uh, after you were gone. You came into Jackie Robinson Stadium and just absolutely wiped the floor with us. Really? We started that year well, they off. They were good that year, the, the year after us. We started that year off 22-0. We lost 2-3 or to Stanford. I actually blew the 23rd game. Did you really? Did you know that? That I've no. won two 22-game winning streaks now? And you you were number 23? Mm-hmm. I lost the 23rd game in college and in... Happens. <laughs> what are the chances of that? It happens. But, uh, yeah, so we lost two or three to Stanford, uh, won our midweek game, and ASU came in. We were ranked number one. ASU was like two or three. And they swept us, outscored us like fucking 50 to four or something in the weekend. Who was your third guy? Was you, Cole, and... Uh, that year it was Rob Rasmussen. That's right. Yeah. 
a little lefty with a banger curveball. But we had, uh, like what? We had Calhoun still. Calhoun. Seth Blair. Yep. Um, Swaggerty. Some other pitchers. Yeah. Uh, the Torres brothers, right? Recio. I don't. Uh, Raul wouldn't still been there. I don't think. One or, of them was. Recio was still there. Yeah. Older one, I think, was like Myers. Yep. It was always a it was always a treat when ASU weekend came up. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. I'm pissed they got rid of Packard Stadium at yeah. Arizona State. It's not the same, man. College is fun. So much history in that in that place. College was fun. College baseball, I mean. You guys went Co- to Omaha, right? Then? In ten, yeah. 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 Well that year I thought you guys were gonna win Omaha in nine. I was like, that's far and away the best team I've yeah. ever seen as a freshman. And you guys had Leak, who had a negative ERA that year. <laughs> and were stupid. stacked. Uh, I watched you guys in 2008, actually. You came in to play a, a series at UCLA. Took our over. A team was probably better than our 2019. Yeah. With Ike Davis and Kyle Rowling and Petey Paramore and those guys. Mm-hmm. And that was the club that I transferred over to that I was just like, Somehow got lucky, and they're the preseason number one team that I'm transferring over to. They were good well before I got there. I remember Petey hit a ball at UCLA over the – were you there when they put the new batting cage in out past right field? No. So it wasn't there when Petey hit it. but So right field, and then there's like some dead space, mm-hmm. and then the road, and then a parking lot. And he hit it into the parking lot. Good Lord. Like, and just – I, the ball just disappeared. Good Lord. And then ASU's fans obviously took over our stadium. And we're just like <laughs> yelling and chanting and celebrating. And I was sitting there as a recruit to UCLA like, this sucks. I hate ASU. We, the time I went there, we had uh, Barry was in the stands. Barry Bonds. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think that was, the only, that was the coolest part. Got him out before game. He was near our dog. I think Murph knows him a little bit or at least just lives around there and wanted to see a series. You talk to him at all? No, nothing more than general passing by, yeah, conversation. Yeah. I think you're not only you're getting ready for a game, but you're also just like he wants to just go to a seat and not be. Yeah. Probably bothered. We had, uh, I mean, you guys are a lot of baseball celebrities. We had Charlie Sheen out one day at UCLA. This is right after, have I told you this story? I'm not sure. So I show up to the field. Like one o'clock for a two thirty practice or whatever, you know. There's someone out there hitting BP. I'm like, this is weird. We never have BP early. Go in the clubhouse, change, go down in the field. They're done. So we have our pre-practice meeting out there in shallow uh, left field. Coach Savage calls everyone around. He's like, hey, we got a very special guest. Wants to say some words to the group. You know, Charlie Sheen. Charlie, I heard some words, of wise words of encouragement. So he's standing by our bullpen with two like very scantily clad <laughs> females <laughs> smoking a cigarette. So you got the full Charlie Sheen. I mean, this I think this is right after he got out of rehab. Mm. <laughs> but uh, or, yeah, anyway, so he's over there and he like, John says, Charlie, come over here. So he like points to himself, he's like, me? I'm like, who else would it be? <laughs> so he takes a cigarette, drops it on the warning track, doesn't stomp it out, <laughs> walks over to the group, 
starts going around and kind of like grabbing guys' arms. He's like, wow, you guys got a good looking group here. A lot of strong guys. Um, he's like, I just got. Charlie, I got the team's <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> Coach John's like, yeah, I just, you know, wanted to have you address the group, you know, share some wisdom with them, whatever. Charlie's got, Charlie's like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I got three things. Uh, oh, no. He's like, don't do crack. Stay in school and drink chocolate milk. That's all I got. Just immediately just turns around and walks. Just walked off? <laughs> walks off, but the, his uh, lady friends were standing over here, and the gate is over here. So he just walked out of the gate and whistled at him and snapped. Oh, my goodness. And they just, like, followed him out, and he left. Should have just stood up and just be like, <laughs> just start a slow clap. We're like, what was that? Uh. I don't <laughs> and UCLA goes on a 40 game win streak after that <laughs> inspired baseball. Mhm. <laughs> you can't make that stuff up, man. <laughs> Brian Wilson came to throw a bullpen one day with the beard. With the beard. He rolls in in flip-flops. <laughs> shorts that like might have made it, maybe made it halfway down his leg. <laughs> And a t-shirt that wasn't much of a t-shirt anymore. It was like sleeves were cut off, but it was all the way torn down. So it was just like a kind of a loose-fitting rag. PJs, if you will. Yeah. He showed up. And so he shows up, no cleats, just has a glove. And flip-flops. Proceeds to ask to throw a bullpen. I'm like, yeah, sure. You get a catcher over mm -hmm. there. Catcher's expecting to play catch with him in the outfield. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, all right. Gets Just up right on the mound, it. does a couple arm circles, a stretch, proceeds to barefoot, fire off like 10 missiles, like as hard as he could, and then just left. Got his work in. <laughs> Worked smarter, not harder. That's... He knew what he wanted to get done. <laughs> Came in, did it, and left. I Got come it. out of the clubhouse. Again, I, like, I didn't know who it was. Come out of the clubhouse, I'm like, who the fuck is this blob <laughs> throwing barefoot on the, like, what is going on? You gave the homeless guy a glove and let him on the field. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so he leaves. He throws hard. And I though. ask one of the players, I'm like, fuck was that guy? <laughs> what are we doing? And they're like, oh, that's Brian Wilson. I'm like, what? The? <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know the closer? I'm like, no way. Mm -hmm. Really? Like, yeah. Like, oh, I just, I don't even know what to think now. So then when you see him out there closing games in the ninth, you're like, this dude's a freaking psycho. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he yeah. closed games at the Amp big league up. level. <laughs> oh, you can't surprise him. He'll get ready in a couple arm swings and <laughs> yeah, I don't know what game. to do with that. <laughs> him and Shaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a show, man. So we have a reliever, or had a reliever, rather, Brian Shaw. Nasty, like just reliable, would go in there any day of the week and throw, somehow throw harder. 80 games a year. Like Huge gamer, would play any Clash of Clans, anything on his game, and they call down, like, get Shaw ready, he's going in for the next batter. They're like, and so that's when you have to like really get going. Yep. Like, Shaw, <laughs> get up, you're going. And he has like headphones on, he's like, hold on. Just <laughs> keeps playing, keeps playing. They're like, Shaw, get up and go throw. He's like, Keeps playing, play, goes, I won. <laughs> Just like moves it off to the side. No, and but goes. you gotta, yeah. So he'll take his headphones out, put his phone down, take his 
uh, like over jacket off, mm -hmm. but he has to fold it. So he like takes it off and makes it real nice, folds oh, that it would drive me into insane. threes, sets it there, sets his phone and his headphones right on top of it, and then goes and throws like two pitches. <laughs> and is loose. Comes in the game, is immediately 97 with cut, throws the first one nowhere close. He spikes it to the backstop. Started 2-0 on every first batter. I'm every time. pretty sure I kept track. Every time. And then it'd be 2-0 or 3-0, and he'd strike that dude out, get a ground ball, and like be out of the inning, like run off the field oh. and dug out. Prance off. Yeah. Not run, prance. Yeah. <laughs> Tiptoe tip prance. Mm -hmm. Deer run. Thank yep. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Brian Shaw. I love that dude. Good dude. Did I tell you about his, his Super Bowl bet? Oh, no. shit. No, I can't tell you about that. Probably after we just had our <laughs> betting meeting of how not to bet. <laughs> a different Brian Shaw. Yeah. The uh, the TV anchor, Brian Shaw. Yeah, in yeah. That always gets tweeted <laughs> at. <Yeah. laughs> He's like, guys, I didn't blow the game. Stop tweeting me. Well, we'll cut it, but what was his? So, big gambler and a lot bigger amounts than I would ever bet. And he's on the Super Bowl for zero to 14 points. 5K to win 500 grand. This last one, and it was like three nothing for the whole game. And they scored a touchdown, they went for it. It was because the Patriots elected to go and kick a field goal instead of going for it on that last possession. Mm -hmm. That cost him the bet. Oh, really? And he, he texted me in like the first quarter about it. And I didn't even like do any bets. I did bets, but. <laughs> Um, not that one. And I was more involved or like emotionally attached to that bet than any of mine. Ugh. That's a bad beat, man. That is a bad beat. You five can go to the to fourth and one to, with Brady to win the Super Bowl, just like a QB sneak or something. Decide to go for the field goal and cost him 500 grand. Oh, man. That one hurts. That's bad. That one, that one hurts. <laughs> I didn't know what to say after two. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I, uh. I, th I just send him a bunch of swear words or something and be like, <laughs> just cussing out the play calling. And he was laughing. I think he did really well on the other bets, too, so he wasn't as he usually does. worried. Yeah. yeah, he crushes it. Biggest. Uh, <laughs> our card game went downhill on the plane when he left. Yes Are and we, no. Yes, uh, it went downhill because he always made he always would bug people until they played yeah no when you sit behind him or when he steals your your auntie or something <laughs> else because you're not paying attention that was his move man you guys would distract always. me and i was like i could have sworn i put my 20 bucks in for auntie <laughs> like it's always you you never remember i'm like all right <laughs> he must have played like 15 free hands on my dime so sneaky Ugh. are we even gonna have a card game this year yeah we have to Enough. Yumi Otero. Hand. Hand. Did Simber play at all? No. That's four. Scotty. Hatch. Five. Are going to play, though? We we'll yell at him. Yeah. Goody's out. So we need one or two more. Because McAllister used to play, he's gone. Brant used to play, he's gone. Alonzo used to play, he's gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> did Alonzo used to play? He kind of used to play. <laughs> He's a stare at his cards with a blank <laughs> stare. Nothing going on behind those eyes. Can't wait for the uh, massive boombox to make its first appearance on the flight. That you bought? 
No. Who? Just the, well. Oh, Santana's or yeah. Hosey's or whatever with the lights? Mm-hmm. Just got swept, lost 50 to nothing in the three-game series. Club Indians on the plane. Like, what are uh, we doing? Some Latin night in the back of United Flight 1371. <laughs> I yeah. should have TVs all the time this year, man. No kidding. That's I'm tired of that. Sounds so snobby to say. I'm tired of that. Not having TVs, but well, especially because March Madness is gonna be going on. That's like, why. While we're flying. Our season starts a week earlier, and it starts a week later this year, which is crazy. I didn't know that starts a week later. Why well, start Dude, a week later? We leave on Sunday, so we're gonna see the first round here. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Usually we're here for two rounds. Two rounds. Yeah. Oh well. Who do you got going? Hmm. Who do you ruin for? Uh, North Carolina. Yeah, 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 I bet. To lose I, in the yeah, first I round. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's a bummer is that uh, UMBC beat Virginia instead of Carolina. I wanted Carolina <laughs> to be the, the first one seed to lose. You, uh, I don't know how many more Duke games you can go to. Dude, don't even get me started on this. this is, I'm a curse. I literally, I've seen five home losses since 2012. And they only have seven since 2012? They, well, they, they average like one home loss a year. Like, sometimes they sweep, sometimes they lose one, sometimes they lose they two. They know you're there. It's unbelievable, man. And the closer I get to the court, the more they lose. Like, <laughs> by my I sat in the, in the top row in the rafters. They won by, like, 30. I'm going to text you, where are your seats when you're at the game? I don't know whether to root for them or bet for them or not. <laughs> you went there, right? We with went to a game. First Brand time ever there. Me, Brantley, and Chisadol went this offseason with Chiz's kid. And what a career. that place is awesome. You really don't get it, uh, a a gist of just how small it is until you're actually inside it, where it's literally a high school gym, and they could fit the whole student body in there. I didn't know that. I think it holds 8,000, the student body's 6,000. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself going to see that, that arena play out like that on a ESPN game versus Virginia yeah. one through four. The atmosphere Dude. was amazing. You got a good one, too. There are more security and like officials and everything around that campus and that arena than our games. Not even close. Not even close. Did you try to take a video of one of the uh, timeout uh, huddles? No, but I was by the timeout huddles and I saw what happens when you try to take it. <laughs> you got about three water boys coming up, this, up to try to slow your phone you. down. Yeah. 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 Did you get to, did you go on the tour? Mm -hmm. um, like the The Hall of Champions and the, and the, the defense room or whatever it is. That's mm -hmm. the coolest part. You could see Kay's office by any chance? No. Uh, on the, it's, yeah, might it's up in the elevator. It's on the very top of like. We saw a lot. I mean, we went through the practice facility and everything. And um, it was just really cool. <clears throat> so 2012, um, I got a, so I have a host family in Carolina. Mm -hmm. and I stayed with when I did Team USA tryouts. Mm -hmm. So we've been close ever since. So they, for my birthday in 2012, they hooked me up with uh, like a tour of the facilities. So. Do you need to know someone to? <laughs> no, I mean, they just like, they just called and made a connection. It was like, hey, we got to, you know, just sign professionally, whatever. And it's a nice to connection. Come. Big Duke, fa Duke fan. So Dave Bradley, the guy who, he now runs like all their social media mm -hmm. and like whatever. But he was a, kind of like a young intern or whatever back then. And. Uh, took us on a tour around the locker rooms and the facilities and all that different stuff. And uh, so we're in the locker room, 
looking at the wall where they have all the uh, like the donors to the program mm -hmm. and the endowments and stuff. <clears throat> and around the corner, like someone like walks around and like immediately just ducks back out. And my dad and I are there like, was, was, was that Kay? Yeah. Was and it? like five seconds later, he walks back in <coughs> and uh, mm -hmm. he just got done working out. Mind you, it's in the morning, like 10 a.m. or whatever, you know. They got a night game that night against uh, Florida State. So this is, this is when it started. This the is curse. when it started. So he comes back around. <coughs> looks like he's got no sleep. And he just worked out. And he's talking to us. Um, talk, sat there and talked to us for like 10 minutes. Like, no reason he should be doing that, you know. But really nice. Like, See, we didn't get to meet him. Yeah. He was, I think they said he was in his army mode, like locked in and mm -hmm. Just, I'm sure before Virginia. Yeah, like, before Virginia and ESPN and one versus four, I think. And I think they yeah. lost the game before. Mm -hmm. to Syracuse, because yep. I was there. I cursed them in that game. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he talks to us for like 10 minutes, actually invites us to come to like the walkthrough of, you know, the... I think I my fork, too. Absolutely. I would love that. <laughs> I will hand eat this, by the way. I, I'm not against it. <laughs> uh, invites us to come to the walkthrough. Uh, later that afternoon so like yeah that'd be great like this is awesome we got to meet coach k it's unbelievable so we go to the walkthrough no one in the entire building we're the only two people sitting front row of the walkthrough and it's uh the whole point is like hey we're going to deny the entry pass to the paint because florida state dumps the ball in the paint mm -hmm. you collapse they kick it out and shoot so we're just going to deny the pass so they spread everything everything out they walk through it like just literally just a walkthrough First one, good. Run another one. Someone didn't see the ball. Yeah. Well, that was this whole thing. He's like, you got to see the ball. It got in. So someone d dumped it in. He's like, you got to see the ball. Got to see it. Run it again. Second time it happens, the same thing happens. Clipboard hits the floor. Like the volume in the place mm -hmm. goes way up. Just blowing people <laughs> up left and right. And my dad and I are sitting there like. This is awesome. <laughs> right. Like, this is sick. Because all you ever see... It's so cool when they're not yelling at you. <laughs> when, yeah. it's you when it's not you. <laughs> exactly. Because all you ever see, though, is, like, his post-game interviews yeah. or, like, whatever, you know? And it's just like, oh, I get it now. Like, where he's composed, like this, where he's, yeah. Like, fiery, like, hyper-competitive streak in him, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, this is sick. So we go to the game, and uh, I think that was the... Was that Austin Rivers year? I don't remember exactly, but anyway, it's a it's a close game. We there's a layup with like three seconds left to tie the game. Duke laid it up, and uh, the place is going nuts. And <coughs> Florida State inbounds the ball, takes like two or three dribbles to center court, throws a pass to the corner. I remember this three name. snare, I think it was. And uh, drains it. Mm -hmm. And that place went from bedlam to like you could hear a pin drop in an instant. That was the first game I ever saw there, and they lost. Ooh. And so, yeah, it's been a curse. Little did they know. <clears throat> and I've seen, uh, I think, an NC State loss, <laughs> two Syracuse losses. I can't remember the fifth one. <clears throat> Try not to remember the uh, Yeah, I've successfully blocked that one, but I've seen five. I we'll look back. it up. We'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> I went back and counted five since then, but 
Did the were you were you in the arena when they played uh, every time we touch mm -hmm. and everyone starts that going is crazy? Awesome. Oh, it's my that's my it's like one of my favorite songs. Literally every time I hear it, I just get so booms. happy. Booms. They they got oh, some yeah. yeah thump to there. <clears throat> oh yeah. I think that we went through the practice facility, so I know the assistant coach John Shire went to my high school, mm -hmm. um, and he was telling me, and I want to spread this story for him. He's gonna give me props <laughs> for this that. <laughs> him and Nolan Smith. I like Nolan. Yeah, both on the bench for them uh, as coaching staff now, and pretty sure they they beat Zion and RJ this year in a practice, two on two. A lot of did smack, they? A lot of smack talk. You're welcome. That's John. sick. Going I remember back and that. Forth. That team, man, because they. I think it was like four backdoor layups. I think I heard. So someone wasn't playing enough defense. That's right. Not naming names. <laughs> but I hope you go to the Bulls in a hype draft. <laughs> um, yeah, Nolan and John Singler, mm -hmm. Zubek. Did I ever tell you my John Singler story? No. Where he was playing on the Thunder, and they were playing the Cavs. Got like courtside with Brant. And I'm texting your Shire. best friend. My best friend. Your best <laughs> friend. I'm texting Shire. I think he was out. He was the first one out at halftime. He says, "Give me, give me." I tell him, "Give me something to say to Singler that would make him turn right away." And I think he says, "He goes, call him Big Tuna <laughs> or something." He's like, "And really scream it at him." So I just. Uh oh. And this is like courtside of Cleveland. I'm in like people are looking at me already, and it's just not like I'm yeah. like I'm like screw it. I'm gonna do it anyways. So I stand up, and this is, he's the only one shooting on the court. And here I am in like the first or second row, just big tuna, <laughs> big tuna. And he's, he, he literally stopped in his tracks, though, and like just turned. He's like looking for who was there. And I was like, and I didn't know what to do once he saw me. He like I, I had no follow up. <laughs> I had no, it was just big tuna. And he's like, that? And I was like, I got nothing after that. I was just like, he's like, probably, how the hell does this kid know about that? Or something. Later, I got a story from it when Shire was cracking up. But so, if he, yeah. That's great. I got to stop shouting stuff at people in public spaces. <laughs> <laughs> happens, to, happens to us all the time. And then you're in the other seat, and you're like, oh, I get it now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are just yelling stuff at you. You're like, just shut up, dude. Why are you yeah. yelling that? Like, what are you... They never have any follow-up. It's such a fine line, because you want... Because <laughs> <laughs> as, as someone who has gotten both from fans yelling for them, against them, at a home games, at away games, yeah. I've, I've had both sides. And at some point, you're just... A, you can't tell them how you really feel, because we're expected to take the high road. I don't know why. But we are. That's an axe I have to grind, too. What makes us as humans any different than the human yelling at us? You're like, I can... Yeah, yeah. But that's a whole... I'm not even going to try to open that Pandora's box. And I'll carry that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have enough film for that right now. But it's like, just... Why are you yelling at me if I'm on your home team? Yeah. You might... I could get out. What Be that as it may. What good does that do? Take that energy. Have another beer. And just start talking shit to the guys on their team. Like, that's what makes great okay. fans, or like, that I love, where it's just like, 
get use that energy on them. Get in their head. Make it easier for us. If you want to be a fan and help us win, that's how you help us win. I don't need to be worrying about someone while I'm in the on deck circle at a home game talking crap to my face right there. Have I told the uh, the Baltimore story? Do you remember? The uh, the Trumbo Homer, the guy running on the concourse. No, 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 no you haven't. <laughs> okay. No. I was yeah. I was. Can we tell the story of after you hit three Detroit Tigers? Oh, too? I'm gonna let you tell that one because I I told these guys earlier they're dying. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Speaking of people. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> I don't know that one. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of when we landed in a tornado warning in Cleveland that night. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, so speaking of people talking shit to you while you're throwing, <laughs> I'm in Baltimore. Is my dad here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Baltimore about to face my dad, Manny. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm in the bullpen and the bullpens there are stacked and then the Visiting bullpen is the second one, and there's like a 10-foot wall in the concourse. So everyone just lines up on the on the concourse, looks down, and yells at the opposing pitcher. So I'm warming up. This one dude, just one voice, nonstop, ball, ball, <laughs> ball 17, <laughs> ball 40, just like just yelling, right? And finally, I just got so sick of it, and I'm like. Like, uh, I, he said something. He's like, oh, you better not suck tonight, pal. I paid a lot of money for these seats. <laughs> and I looked at him, and I go, for standing room only? What would you pay, seven bucks? <laughs> and everybody around's like, because no one ever They're says like, anything. They're allowed to talk like, back to uh, us? Yeah. Right? And then he, like, shuts up because everyone's <laughs> looking at him like, what are you going to say? So it locks him up, right? So I'm finishing the bullpen. And he's like, oh, real funny, Bauer. You're a funny guy. And like, just wearing me out, right? So I go get the ball. Like, all right, let's go. I'm walking back to go down the steps on the back mm -hmm. side. So I have to walk right by him. So I look up at him. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just kidding. You want the ball? And he goes, he looks at me. So I go to toss him the ball. Mm -hmm. But I made sure to toss it so it fell, like, way short. Yeah. But it gives the appearance that I'm tossing mm -hmm. it to him. So when I go to toss it, he, like, gets all excited and, like, leans over the fence to, like, catch it and then just falls. Yeah. And oh. I just I just laugh. Oh, I'm, like, no. I'm like, gotcha. Oh. And everybody around him is <laughs> just, like, pointing at him, like, oh, he got you. And oh, it's like, whatever, right? Bad. So now he's embarrassed. So now he's scrambling. <laughs> he's like, oh, real funny, Bauer. You're funny. You're going to get shelled, Bauer. You suck, yeah. Bauer. As I'm walking out, right? So he goes, you suck, Bauer. Trumbull's going to hit a three-run homer off you, Bauer. You suck. Like, as I'm walking out. So I get in the dugout. We get out, one, two, three, on like four pitches, obviously. Run out to the mound. Obviously. <laughs> See, we're going to circle back to this, whether on camera or off camera. You can't win so, any game 0-0. Zero, zero, <laughs> right? You need us. I do need you. Um, so I walk out to the mound, get the first guy out, second guy, Adam Jones, single through the six hole. Um, I, think, I think I walked Manny. Smart play, that yeah. boy. I think that I walked boy. him, so it's first and second. Why make it 2-0 when you can make it 3-0? <laughs> <laughs> when those two guys were on and Trumbo walks up. So two guys the on. The seed started to grow a little no, bit no, in no. your head. I honestly. You're like, this. No, no, no. No, no. he couldn't hear. No. Yeah. I did not think about it for a single second. Uh -huh. So I get the nice guy out. Trumbo's hitting fifth. He comes to the plate. I get in a 3-2 count. I'm like, I'm throwing a curveball. There's no way he's expecting no. it. No. You? 
So I threw a curveball, <laughs> and he hit a freaking missile, like 40 <laughs> rows deep, just like probably killed someone in the stands, just crushed it. And I like, Baltimore's small, and I throw yeah, it. Yeah, Mark, Baltimore's small. That doesn't get out <laughs> of our place. So he hits it, and I like turn around, like somehow hoping it's going to be a line drive to like left. And it's just <laughs> it like was. 40 rows it deep. Was. And I'm like, yeah. ah, shit. <laughs> And now, so I get the next guy out, still not even registering in my head. Get the next guy out. I'm like, fuck. I'm like walking off the field, <laughs> shaking my head. And on the concourse. Yeah, here he comes. I just see. I was waiting for just, it. He's got beer in each hand, just <laughs> running. He's, a, he's like kind of a uh, big dude. So he's just like running. He's like, oh, my everyone God. Everyone around him doesn't know, but he knows. He <laughs> he's knows. just running. I get to the line. Uh, across the line, and I look up, and the, Baltimore is kind of like a long, mm -hmm. like sweeping stadium. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stairs you have to run down. So he's at the top of the stairs, running right down to the to our dugout mm -hmm. where I'm going to enter, and we get there at the exact same time, mm. just running down the stairs, beers sloshing everywhere. <laughs> ah, I fucking told you, Bauer. <laughs> I fucking told you. <laughs> I just like, I couldn't help but laugh. Like yeah. I'm so mad, and I just look at him, and I'm like. There's times that you're like, damn it. You're like, like you got me, man. Yeah, yeah, I can't say anything in this situation. <laughs> damn it. You got me. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I distinctly remember that, like, the look on his face as he's running down the stairs, just like pure, mm. pure joy. <laughs> mm. I've had, yeah. I mean, but the fans make it interesting. They make it fun for stories like that, whether good or bad. Mm -hmm. I ha I've had, God. Countless altercations with fans, and one of my favorites, still to this date, was in Boston. Oh, Boston's and always good for yeah. Sports. Boston, there, <laughs> yeah. Filters don't exist in Boston. They mm -hmm. are gonna say what they want, and so I'm. We're on the dugout. I think I just hit a, a home run or two, or something, and I hear like this little voice, like cat. I'm like, not. Giving autographs like right now, nothing. It's we're in the middle of the game. He's like, Cap. I'm like, I don't know anybody here. I'm not turning around. <laughs> Cap. Nope, not getting me. I'm locked in. Like all this stuff. One more. He's just like, Cap. I turn around. This little eight-year-old is just literally like the only one standing up in this section. And I'm like, yeah. And he's just like this. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm and and the the whole section is now high-fiving this kid. <laughs> The parents are prouder than they can be. He's like, let's go get you an ice cream cone. Yeah, love you, son. And I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, I, and I, I, had, I didn't start laughing about it until, like, I think I got out onto defense later where I was just like, what just happened right now? I was like, I just got verbally assaulted by an 8-year-old. And I'm still expecting And I was like, I've never wanted to punch an 8-year-old before, but... Good Lord. And it's just those kinds where it's just like, but that's what I'm saying, where fans can have an impact is, mm -hmm. A, it's hilarious sometimes when it plays itself out oh, that yeah. way. But now, I, what years, here's why it has an impact. Now what are we not doing? I'm not thinking about the game. I'm not thinking about my scouting report, my positioning. <laughs> I'm thinking about still being verbally assaulted by an eight-year-old. Yeah. And I'm not concentrating you're as on much. Defense, you're like, how the hell? <laughs> yeah. Did I just fall for that and the ball just rolls by I'm like, you? Like, I, oh, I thought of something to say back to him, and I'm like, no, it's two innings later. Your time's passed. <laughs> I was like, stop thinking about it. And you just can't say anything back. <laughs> Although they do 
deserve it time to time. Ain't no doubt about that. So like that's what I'm saying. I encourage it as long as it's like, I mean, keep it above the belt. Yeah. For the most part. Don't and be, yeah. Don't make it personal. There's a lot of, there's so many things you can say, you know. Them or us. D well, both sides. Yeah. But as a fan, if you're going to heckle someone, there's so many things you can uh, say, you know. But just don't make it like. Favorite one that wasn't to me? Do you have a favorite favorite thing you've ever heard out of stands? Oh, Mine man. wasn't even to me. It, it was, <laughs> I almost don't want to name the player it was said to. But he played here. <laughs> he wore number. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he played here in like for a couple years. I think he was down in Akron on a DL stint, and someone goes to him. He's like, "Hey, he's like, you're my favorite 300 hitter. 150 from the left, 150 from the right. The switch hitter. I, when I heard that story, I lost it immediately, and I was like, I can't wait to use that one on someone. Oh." That's like that's really one. That's one. times where you're like, you can, oh, yeah, I gotta laugh at that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You you want to be like, it's not easy. It's hard. Like if you, but and you've you, yeah, the lost. whole thing you hear, yeah, you're like, if this was easy, everyone could play this game or uh -huh. something like that. But that's just a waste of time to go down. That, let's call it for what it is. Whereas he got you with a comment. It's hilarious. Yeah. I know he can't do it. He knows he can't do it. That's not what's in play here. And it was just funny comments sometimes, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it when. I see people and players get back to them and kind of shut them up a little bit. Yeah. Those those interactions are... They're memorable. Oh, yeah. For, at the least. The best. Um, there's one in, in Boston. <laughs> back to Boston. This eight-year-old grew up. <laughs> He's 12 now. And <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I'm going to have to think a little bit on the... On like someone saying something, because I'm I'm sure I have a really good. You caught me off guard. I haven't. <laughs> I've never been asked that question before. Yank the New York Yankees uh, playoff series when I was in at second base. I could you could hide. You're far away from someone. You're not close to the stands, um, so they can't get you on defense when you're just kind of standing there out in open yeah. waters there. I know. But I was center field. They can get they can get you there. Oh, they can they can, they can get you there and. Uh, they certainly tried. I was, I mean, I was way too nervous about everything just because it was like I've been out there for three yeah. weeks. And so I was like, You made a sick catch yeah, in game one, yeah. though. You're welcome. Yeah. And they're Thank like, you. That's why I need you. <laughs> I think like some of my best plays are actually when you're on the mound. Mm -hmm. Not by choice. By choice. Uh, of course, that. not by choice. Yeah. I would never um, expect that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and they, they're the thick New York accent, the, it's like six, Great bullies that just come out and just say the most nonsensical thing, and you just you can't even respond to them. There's there you don't even try to respond. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Boston taking BP. Uh, well, I wasn't taking BP. I was, I was gonna say I was, I was like, <laughs> where are you now? Um. Oh. D behind the back catches. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they have that bar out there. In well, center. First off, speaking of taking BP. We got to get Landry, OBJ, and Baker out to Progressive. I challenged them to a home run derby. You? Me. You? <laughs> I, OBJ can hit a little bit, I saw. Dude, I think in Tampa or Angels, wherever he was, he can hit a little bit. I've seen his swing. It's, there's some I bad saw speed there. Baker, uh, his swing. Down here I know, with, like, with Milwaukee, because he's friends with Yelich. Yeah. I saw a funny quote from, I think it was uh, 
front office guy was like looking down watching BP going on and he sees everybody crowding around the cage and he's like, who the hell is everybody trying to watch right now? And he sees a swing and he's like, oh God, please tell me that wasn't one of my, one of our players. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, tell me that's Baker or something. It turned out to be Baker's like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> he saw this swing. So he's, he's got some athleticism. You can tell he's an athlete in anything he does, but yeah, yeah. baseball's hard. Yeah. It's the one sport people you can't just pick up and do. Like your boy Clev was arguing about LeBron being an athlete. What was that? his argument? Did you see that quote? I saw it was misquoted probably. <laughs> but what, what was he saying? 100% accurate quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did he say? It was the argument of, uh, so Bieber and him were going back and forth. And I guess Bieber told him that he was the best like non-baseball athlete on the team, but he wasn't like the best athlete. In baseball. Bieber said that? Yeah. About himself? No, 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 about Clev. Oh. And Clev's like, what are you talking about? Like, if you take LeBron and you put him in a batter's box, like, he's still the best athlete on the planet, but he's not going to look good. And Bieber's talking about just our team? Yeah. That boy, Clev. (laughs) And then, uh, so Clev's argument ended up being that, like, you can be a super athlete, but if you get put in in something like a skill that you're not used to, like you don't look athletic. Like that that was the basis of his argument, right? Which is completely fair. Sure. But then he went on a tangent. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, shocker, right? I don't, we're going to have to edit in the uh, actual quote here, but (laughs) it was something about like dogs don't have thumbs. Uh, He's like, oh, he's like, it's the same (laughs) argument that vegans use about why you never see animals drinking other animals' milk. He's like, no, dogs. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's like, dogs don't have thumbs, but I guarantee you, if they did, they'd be milking nipples all day long or something like Gaylord that. Gaylord Fokker <laughs> making an appearance so, in class. So then that was the part that was quoted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you Clev. and Clev, yeah. You, it's rare for you guys to get misquoted or yeah, taken out of context. Never contacts. happens, man. Never <laughs> happens. Yeah, anyway, I was in Boston. They got that bar out there. And this one lady is just wearing me out about, I want a ball, I want a ball, I want a ball. Like the most annoying voice too, you know? <laughs> just like, I mean, it is probably four o'clock or five o'clock mm-hmm. in the afternoon and she is hammered. I want a ball. So I finally, like one gets hit over my head and I like bounces Right to up, the bar. Right to the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, here we go. And they have a little hole cut in the fence where you can like stick a hand through, but that's it. So she sticks her hand through and she's like, I want a ball, I want a ball. So I pick it up and I fake hand it. A little glory hole for (laughs) the souvenirs. (laughs) So I like fake hand it to her and then like pull it away and like walk like 10 feet away. Mm -hmm. And now the whole bar is like. I'm sure that went over well. Yeah, they're just wearing me out, right? So I turn back around when I get to like the, to the grass. I'm like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I like, like here. It's weird because usually don't, you don't find yourselves in those type of situations (laughs) where you bring confrontation to yourself. No, it's just, never. It's, sounds it's very unlike me. It. <laughs> so I was, I was not at all prepared for this type of inter- sure, yeah. <laughs> interaction. So uh, I turn around, I'm like, I'm just kidding here. And so she's like, okay. So I throw it to her. And of course her hand can't like move very far. <laughs> so I just throw it and like- Place it in my hand. Yeah, it just bounces. I'm like, oh, you missed it. So I go over there, walk back a couple feet, toss it to her. <laughs> she's like trying to catch it, but can't move her hand. I'm like, oh, you keep missing it. So then I just got to the point where like her face is like pressed against the thing. <laughs> so I'm just throwing the ball at her face. <laughs> Give me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so this happens like, <coughs> excuse me. This happens like eight or 10 times. 
I'm gonna choke and die over here. Are we rolling? Yeah, That'd we're. Good footage. <coughs> That'd be good footage. Yeah. <laughs> People will tune in. Uh, Trevor Bauer dies on camera. <laughs> Immediate hits. <laughs> um, all of Houston would tune in to watch that. <laughs> and Toronto and Kansas City and Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it gets. I do this like ten times to her, and then finally I just like toss it and it like lands squarely in her hand. She's like the most excited, oh my God, yeah. like immediately pulls it back and like runs through the bar. Can't get her arm out. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's a different breed over there, man. It's, it's a it makes ball it fun. too. Yeah, Some it's a people ball. People go to lengths to get one. Yeah. Oh man, one of the worst was after game five of the World Series though. We had to do interviews on the field and all the Cubs fans are just sitting there by yeah. the dugout yelling at mm -hmm. me so I, my back is to them and a bunch of reporters are surrounding me asking me questions i'm standing on this little pedestal they so they're going after you yeah yeah and the entire time uh, literally for like a <laughs> 10 minute interview this guy is behind me like thank you bauer you single-handedly lost the game thank you so much i didn't know you played for the cubs thank you you suck but like the whole time yeah. right just thank you thank you thank you <laughs> so the interview ends tito get in the dugout <laughs> 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 so the interview ends and I'm walking away and they're like, oh, thank you, Bauer. You're not even going to acknowledge us. Thank you. So I turn around and I'm like, thank me when you lose in six. And of course, all the reporters are right there, mm. put it in the paper. Mm. And then of course we mm. just, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the rest. Yeah. Nope. That was a bad situation. I was heated. Not very often a fan gets me mad, but that was definitely one of them. That's why you just, it's better to just not even acknowledge them. Which is why we don't acknowledge them. For instances like that, where it's just, yeah, well, there's something said wrong, something goes wrong. Yeah, you can't take back that you can't, you didn't mean, or can't. It's a lose-lose situation. Yeah. I saw Votto get get someone pretty good. He's hilarious sometimes oh with what God. he does with fans. So we're in. Uh, I think it was Tomlin on the mound. It might have been Clev. I hope for Clev's sake it wasn't Clev, because <laughs> after Miggy dominated him. Uh, in this same type of way, yeah. Uh, but Votto's there, and fans are wearing him out. And I see him like t in the on deck circle, like talking to the fans. Like keeps turning around and like pointing at him and saying something. Like that's odd. Goes up, hits a missile off the top of the wall. Like it hits the top of the wall, bounces up, and like comes down mm -hmm. in play. <clears throat> and he gets to second, and he looks and points at the fans, and goes. Like that. Yeah. Like missed it. I'm like, I wonder what you he's don't know how hard that is to do that, back it up and to like yeah. So then I ended up seeing him at a UFC fight. Um Votto. Votto. In New York, maybe? I was I think it was in New York, but I see him there and I'm like, dude, you gotta tell me. Yeah. Do you remember this? And he goes, I remember exactly. Love it. <laughs> he's like, they were wearing me out about how much I suck and how I used to hit for power and how I don't hit home runs and stuff like that. Let me that. stop you right there. That's my point exactly. It's one thing if we do suck and give people reasons. Like, you're telling Joey Votto he sucks. This guy's... Probably top five pure hitters in the game. Yeah. Been one of the best lefties around for the last 10 years running. And if he sucks, then yeah. that's what I'm saying. We're, which is fine. I'm saying I'm encouraging my hometown <laughs> fans. Keep telling them that. But at the same time, it's just like, that's how you know. They're saying yeah. whatever they want to say. Yeah. So he says, I told them that I would hit for power just for them. 
I was going to hit a home run just for them to show them that they're wrong. So he's like, I got up there and I missed it. I hit the top of the wall. So when I got to second, I was like, yeah, just a little bit. You doubles hitter. So Slap badass. hitter you. Just a, that's why I so badly just want to tell a hitter what's coming for an entire bat and win the bat. Because it just, I want that video. And I'm just going to put it everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. In my house, just on, on repeat. It's like, I remember when I did this really cool thing. This one time in my big league career, I did something cool. This is uh, it. So disrespectful. <laughs> it happens and goes that way, too. Mm. Mm. It's a massive. How would you feel as a teammate if I did that and gave up a homer? It would depend on the, the circumstances. Are we up a lot? Are we down a lot? Are we... What if it's like... Is it a tie mid, game? It's mid-April, and it's, I don't know, 3-1 we're winning. And it's like a solo shot? Solo shot. And you're what inning? It's weird that literally all this plays a part. Yeah, that's why like, you got to pick the right time. Yeah. Are you in cruise control it's, and feeling a little saucy about yourself? Or yeah, you yeah. Something like that? And I'm like, it's all like, right, he's, he's It's the like zone. the sixth inning, two outs in the sixth. But then I'll like watch it go. I'll laugh. I'm like... <laughs> You idiot. idiot. <laughs> like, can we get back to what you're doing before now? That, that's what. See, you're, that, you're learning. That's times when it's, yeah. there is acceptable. What if, if it we're is? down 7-1. Oh, well, I'm not in the game. Fastball. I've quit by that point. I'm throwing my glove at you for a second. <laughs> that would be tight. We should have video crew there for that. Kip just fights Bauer in the middle of the game. <laughs> you just charge the mound no. from second. The hitter charges the mound from the plate. Have you ever been just, in the benches clearing? Nah, dude. Uh, We've been in like I two, have, but it's never... I have been, actually. I have been, not in pro ball. but N Not in pro ball? Backyard? No, college. Father-son game? <laughs> college USA team. Stop. Yeah, playing Canada. This is a crazy story. Garrett Cole's pitching. We're up 1-0. Um, Canada's not the team you want to... Their benches with the <laughs> hockey people. They know how to throw a punch. Uh, yeah. So uh, Tyler Holt is playing center. Christian Colon is playing short. Garrett's pitching. And uh, it's the eighth inning. No outs. Yeah, it's a pterodactyl. Yeah, they actually raised. Bird just went <laughs> <in> my face. <laughs> uh, they actually raised pterodactyls here. <laughs> yeah. In this house, I believe it. I think I saw the cage out back. <laughs> a little bird cage they had. <laughs> But uh, so it's start of the eighth. We're up one nothing. Garrett's throwing like a one hitter mm -hmm. or something, you know. First he walks the first guy. Mm -hmm. So Canada goes to bunt. We run a crash play. Hard bunt to third. Third baseman feels it, throws it to Christian, who's covering the base at second. He catches it, swipes the base, is like five or ten feet clear yeah. of the base, throws it, and guy, both guys are out by like 40 feet. Well, the guy running from first decided to go wide and try to take Christian out, even though, so he literally, he catches it, swipes the base, throws it. First baseman catches it, and he's standing there about to celebrate, and the guy slides in, cleats straight to the middle of his shin. At which base? At second. At second. Slides in, cleats straight to the center of his shin, snaps both bones. Is Good that a lord, that just startled the hell out of me right there. Can, if you catch it, it, I for get sure it. will. Get oh. it. Oh. Oh. Stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Yes. 
Yes. That's making any editing we're doing here. That was incredible. Peter's about to call you, but that was incredible. Oh, my God. That was phenomenal right there. I'm actually, yeah, I'm surprised about that, but that went really well. <laughs> that went really well. So, as we were rudely interrupted by that grasshopper. Yeah. I don't even remember what we were saying. What were the we guy saying? cleated him at second oh, base. Oh, yeah. So the guy slides in, cleats straight to the middle of the shin, snaps both of them clean in half. Yeah. Really? Broke his leg. So he's sitting there, or I'm not sitting, he's like writhing in pain yeah. on the ground. The guy like slides in, stands up, and is looking down at him. Ooh. Yeah. It's a no-no. Tyler Holt is like, like saw the whole thing. He was already running in. This is still a head case, Tyler oh, Holt. Oh, college like Tyler Holt. Straight fury. One of my favorite Tyler Holt. Straight fury. So he's running in to like back up the play already, and then sees this happen and just goes full speed. Runs right into the guy that's standing over him. Just freaking shoves him at full speed. This guy goes flying backwards, hits the ground. Our entire bullpen's running on the field. Our entire dugout's running on the field. The guys in Canada's dugout don't have a clue what's going on. So our entire field or our yeah. entire team Form a circle around him. Just gets to their Yeah. Just gets to their dugout and is like standing. They can't get out of their dugout. Our <clears throat> one of our coaches was like five six. He's a coach at Louisville at the time. He's wearing this uh, this big hat like this sun hat and uh, Canada's third base coach is like seven feet and yoked <laughs> earlier this game. There's like a hard line drive that hit, was hit at him. Mm -hmm. He turns his back, wears it right in the back and just turns, and turns back. back around and puts his hands on his hips and the ball's <laughs> just sitting there. The bat boy ran over, picked it up. Giving signs again. Yeah. Um, so our five, six coach is just sitting there like, yelling at him in his face as much as in his face as he could <laughs> yeah. be. He's like in his stomach. In his face, yeah. <laughs> just yelling at him. Like the guy on uh, that slid in is just getting like jumped yeah. by multiple people in the middle of the infield. Like the coaches are running over there trying to break that up. The umpires are trying to break that. It's, it goes on for like 10 minutes. Uh, Garrett proceeds to, well, obviously he wants to dome the next guy up. Sure. Is told not to. Obviously, which uh, is irrelevant to what, any yeah. pitcher at that point, right? Chooses not to because it's like, oh, don't hit him. That's I'm sorry, I misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but chooses not to. Sits, proceeds to sit. <laughs> one o three for the man. remainder of the game. He threw a, a CG like one hit shutout, punched out like fifteen or something ridiculous. But just straight fury fastballs oh. at like one o three. They leave Canada leaves the field but their fans don't want to leave the field because their fans are waiting for us to come off the field to like Canadians throw down. So we have to go sit in the middle of the field for 45 minutes while security lines both, yeah, and moves all the people out. We finally get on the bus. People are still littered around, like mm -hmm. yelling at us, like attacking the bus as we leave. The worst part is we are staying in the same dorm complex as Team Canada, <laughs> one floor above. Boiling pot waiting to. So they line all the elevators and the stairways with like armed guards, shotguns, like assault rifle, like it's excessive, but okay. the entire deal for the entire night. And that's what like we couldn't go anywhere without like a guard. <laughs> and nothing ended up happening, thankfully. But 
that was the only bench clearing brawl that I've I've been in, and it was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a doozy. Only been in a few, and none have escalated to that extent by any means. I think one was I got to watch Travis Hafner. Ooh. Oh, he's a fridge with arms, just place picking up people and placing them elsewhere. And I think I was friends with, I don't know if it was like Kansas City or something. It was like Moustakas or Hosmer running their team that I'm boys with. And like at the time, I just didn't like occur to me because I thought well, either the reason was stupid or why we were, yeah. I was like, this is just, nothing's going to happen. So I think I was in the back just like screwing with Moustakas or something, just yanking on him or like would turn, like I don't know, like he was trying to go like break someone up and I'm just holding him by his belt, <laughs> and just pissing him off and laughing. Just trolling him? Yeah. <laughs> As you've learned, people hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stand it. Uh, there's a lot of memories that come from playing this game. A lot of good ones. Some bad ones, but a lot of good ones. I was in, uh, you know Barry Enright at all? I know the name <coughs> more than, I, don't, I can't put a face to it. So, <laughs> I saw Barry get tossed. Barry's got a, a little bit, <laughs> like he, he's Who got a hot it? streak. He's a pitcher. Yeah. Uh, he's in Diamondbacks organization. Had some time in the big leagues. I played with him in AAA in Reno. And uh, so he's got to pitch like a kid's game, like a day at school game or whatever. That's like yeah. 10 a.m. start. And he's got a little fiery streak in him. <laughs> so he's already pissed because it's a 10 a.m. start and no one wants to play at 10. Mm-mm. So he's got to start and we're in Reno and the wind is howling out and the ball just jumps mm-hmm. it's a launching pad so he proceeds to throw like six guys uh, the first guy he gets squeezed walks a guy in four pitches shows the umpire up on like two of them and is not happy the next guy comes up like a fastball literally right down the middle and he just balls him mm. so barry like starts walking towards the plate yelling at the umpire <laughs> umpire takes his mask mask off warns him barry goes back Proceeds to give up, like, in the next, like, five pitches. Like, double, single, homer, double. It's not even 11 a.m. yet. Yeah. I mean, it is, like, it is like 10.06. Bad day. Now he's furious. So the next guy, there's a mound meeting, goes back, throws one pitch, ball, throws his glove, <laughs> yells at the umpire. The umpire tosses him. As soon as he gets tossed, he sprints up there, like chest bumps yeah. him, just in his face. Our catcher is trying to pull Barry away. The other umpires like are running in to try to like break this up. And he's just like going nuts. Thank so you. hot. And he got, yeah, he got tossed, he got fined. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was one of my favorite like minor league stories, because it just typifies like everything that minor league is. <laughs> There's probably were they playing the SpongeBob song <laughs> in the early innings. Probably. Are you man. ready? Every kid yells at 10 a.m. Oh my god, so bad, man. There are some. There are some times that'll get to you. A lot more times in the minor leagues where you're. We had a 12-hour bus ride that we went two hours in the wrong direction first. <laughs> we made it 16. And then we get there. How do you do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you should have, like, hear the comments cut towards the driver. I felt bad at this point. Um, oh, man. And then it's like a 10 a.m. game. 
and it's like it's a Saturday afternoon. It's a kids' day or whatever kids' game, and you are just you're not even awake yet because you're so used to your routine of just a one o'clock or a night game or something. Mm-hmm. And here comes SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like a, it's a great great cartoon. I love it, but it just has not it, now. It just, yeah, not <laughs> not now. And now it's like I, I got a glimpse of, <laughs> of what parenting is, I guess, where it's just like too early for you. It's like, are you ready? And then these kids are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just belligerent. Sounds exactly like the drunk Boston fans, New York fans, sources too, <laughs> gibberish. And then you're just, and you're in some city you just don't want to be in. Mm-hmm. So it's 10 a. It's 10:15. You're yeah, screamed out by breakfast. a seven-year-old in a city you don't want to be in after a 16-hour bus ride the day before, and you're just like, "It's not worth it. It's not, it's not, it's not worth it." Like, it is. And in the end run, you can laugh at it and say it now, but at that time, you're just like, "What am I doing? Like, is this is this the path that I've chosen?" Makes you it's, question. It's, it's hard to see big picture at moments like that, because if you can keep your eye on your mind on big picture. You're like, hey, it's part of it. This is fine, but but in that moment, you are so, just your cup's full. That was a, uh, I had that moment <laughs> last year. Oh, every year actually, <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. But my last ever minor league start. Really? Mm-hmm. I. Uh, so they're like, we need to call this kid up, or he's gonna lose it. So. It's 2014. I have, uh, so 2013, I ended up throwing like 88 to 91, spraying balls everywhere. I was terrible. Fixed a lot of stuff in the offseason, came back, didn't throw a fastball under 96 in spring training. I was 96 to 99 the entire spring. Our pitching coach at the time comes over and tells me, hey, you know that, uh, you're throwing a lot harder this spring. I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're, if, you, if this was your average velo for the full season, you'll be the hardest throwing starter in all the big leagues. And I was like, that's fucking sick. Wow. Love it. Great encouragement. And he's like. You have the internet. Thanks. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, have you considered just like backing off a little bit? It's a long season. Don't waste it in spring training. I'm like, what? How did this conversation <laughs> switch so quickly? Yeah. So coming off of that, It'd be awesome if you do this, but yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. So coming off of that, I go to AAA. I'm heated, obviously, about going to AAA, but I get it. Do you? So at this point, yeah, because I was like, well, I sucked last year. They couldn't obviously like pencil me in or whatever. I go to AAA. I proceed to have a .89 ERA through a month. Throwing hard. Six to nine every single outing punching out the world, like not walking anybody. So they call, uh, I go like a complete game on 82 pitches um, in Durham. Robert. And I only punch out one, so I'm kind of pissed about that because they're literally just like trying to like tap the ball. Like they weren't even taking mm -hmm. full swings, you know? So after the game, they call Tomlin up to the big leagues. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? Yeah, what? What? Are, why? What? And now, in fairness, Tomlin had like a 1-1 at the yeah, time and yeah. was shoving two. Like, mm -hmm. so, and I, I love Josh, but 
I was just in that moment. I'm like mm. sitting there in the minor leagues, like, what the fuck do I have to do to get called up? Like, there's times it seems that way. So that happens. My next start, I'm still heated about it. So I go out there. We're in Rochester, playing the Twins. Ninety-seven to one hundred. So uh, the first four innings, I go out there. I punch out eight, and I'm just like. I think I gave up one hit or something, mm-hmm. just cruising. It's not. A, it's just a joke. And I'm just in the dugout in between every inning, just like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> like, what? Like, this is so. It takes. This is so to stupid. To that point, though. That's when you know, kind of, when you get to that point where you're like, like, I've okay, I've accomplished this league. There's enough leagues going up through the ladders. Yeah. It's high, a, low A, high A, double A, where you're like, you get to each point in time, you're like, get. You get called up, and you're like, oh, man, I'm in high A now. Play, like, 15 games or whatever it is, and you're like, is it? Mm-hmm. It's the same league. You're like, I'm still, like, for you, like, I'm still dominating hitters here. Like, that double A, does it? And you, like, get to that in triple A, and that's when you know where you're like, yeah, I'm not supposed to be in this league either right now. Mm-hmm. That's why it's fun about the big leagues, where it's just like. Because there's never that moment. There's never that moment. You're like, this yeah. is it. You're like. Anytime you even have a run of success, there is always either a bad start, a bad slump, something that will humble you right away and yep. put you back in line where you're like, you're like, this is it. And the game's like, this is it. Oh, <laughs> this I, is yeah. it. I got humbled real yeah. quick. Everyone has. So after the fourth inning, I just, I'm sitting there like, this is so stupid. I'm just bitter, you know? So I'm now like, like really mad. Mm-hmm. I'm just like working myself up. So I'm yeah. like, just going to go out there and throw it as hard as I can. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I run out there, start warming up, and there's just this massive bank of, like, dark black clouds behind the stadium. Just rolling in. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. I better get to 10Ks quick because it's going to start raining, and I don't want to lose yeah. my streak of punching out 10. Naturally. You're focused on the right thing. Yeah. yeah. So ball goes down to second, thrown around the infield, gets back to me, and in the outfield, there's, like, flagpoles, and I just see the flags all just – Pick up, (laughs) (laughs) like straight out to center. I'm like, drops 10 degrees. Oh man. So, first guy comes up, you're like, come on, fastball. It's gonna base hit. Next guy comes up, pops the ball up to left, it blows out, like drops Mm -hmm. right behind the fence. So, now I'm pissed because I'm like, oh, now my ERA is above one. So, now I'm throwing even harder. Shucks. So, the next guy comes up, hits a tank to center. The first one's on a fastball. The next one's on a cutter. Get a guy out. Uh, next guy comes up, hits a line drive to center for a hit. Mm-hmm. I proceed to give up a homer on a curveball, a homer on a changeup, and another homer on a fastball all in a row. And what do we learn? <clears throat> so I give up five homers. And After punching eight? Yeah. In the first four? Yeah. Give up five homers. And in the blink of an eye, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like first pitch curveball tank, second pitch fastball tank, <laughs> and just like at this point, like I'm I'm over being mad, and I'm just like this is incredible. Yeah. Like I'm, I now have to just realize the moment that I'm in, and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So Tony Arnold comes running out. He's our pitching coach at the time. He runs out there, and he's like, he kind of knows obviously like, yeah. what I'm going through, you know. So. He gets out there, and he's going to try to, like, lock me back in and get me pissed off again and whatever. So he runs out there. He puts his hands in the front of his pocket or in the front of his pants like he always does, mm-hmm. and he kind of, like, leans back. 
And he's like, look at me, and he's like, doing the whole mad thing, you know? It's like, what the fuck's going on out here? And I'm like, laughing. I'm like, I don't know, man. If you got any suggestions, yeah. I'm open. Like, what do you think's going on? It's like, well, you're throwing the same pitch every time. You might, might, might want to make an adjustment. I'm like, well, they've hit two fastballs, a cutter, a changeup, and a curveball. That's all I got. Like, yeah. I mean, should I throw? What do you want me to throw? You got a new one? And he's like, well, everything looks like it's right down the middle from the dugout. You're just throwing it right in zone. Try locating something. And then my catcher's like, well, they've all been good pitches, actually. They've all been well located. And he like looks <coughs> at the catcher and he, like looks back at me and he goes, fuck. And just yeah. runs back to the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> all right, damn it. <laughs> runs back to the dugout. How do you know? As soon as he <laughs> <laughs> do you know? gets back, immediately Tremmy just walks out to pull me, obviously. Yeah. They're just delaying trying to get Barnsey warm in the bullpen. Uh, Tony came back mad. <laughs> Barnsey runs in, warms up, yeah. throws his eight pitches, immediate downpour. Scott Barnes? Yeah. Well, immediate man. downpour, and the game's canceled. And then I went to the big leagues. Were you past <laughs> See? There you go. <laughs> that was a quote, actually, from Sarby when he was managing AAA when I got called up. I'd gone through, like, a hot streak in May, and I was like, I, I could – you can smell it almost. Mm -hmm. Probably either when when Josh got called up or something, where you're like, someone, you either see an injury, you see something, you can. There's blood in the you water. Know. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I, it might have been similar, where it was like Court Phelps went up before I did, and rightfully so. That dude Court. raked in Triple A, and he was an athlete. And so and so, like a month later, I'm slumping now or something. It was a, just a bad week and. Come in, Sarby calls me in the office, and I was like, shit, I'm, like, I'm not doing that bad. And he's like, he plays it off as I'm sure any manager probably gets giddy to do, and it's got to mm -hmm. be a fun moment for them too. And, mm -hmm. and he goes, and he goes, sometimes when you, you think you're out, you're in, and so, or sometimes when you're in, you're out, and sometimes when you're out, you're in. And uh, he's like, you're, you're going up. And obviously, I still remember that quote to this day as a, a ball player. And the, you, I mean, it's more of like a moment now that I remember than the actual, like, everything, because it gets blurry. And, through time and but I mean no truer words were spoken that time it's just it's when it's your time it's your time and it's just might not be ideal might not and as soon as you get there in your first pitch you're like you don't care what has happened up to this point yeah all the bus rides all everything all the questioning all the Spongebob songs everything <laughs> you're like oh okay big you're back to big picture and this was worth it and it was awesome mm-hmm I, uh, <laughs> so drafted in 2011, spent two and a half weeks in high A, went to double A. My agent calls me one morning. It's like, hey, so I know you've been working on stuff, trying to get your feel back and stuff. Cause I mean, I didn't pitch for two months and after college and was still trying mm -hmm. to get the feel and stuff. Cause I know you're working on stuff, but if it comes down to working on stuff tonight or getting guys out, like I would suggest just like try to get guys out because they if you pitch well they're probably gonna call you up to the big leagues after the game. From double A? Yeah. Like a month and a half after I was drafted. Do you do you like hearing that before you're going out to a start? I can't imagine that being a good nope. mindset for you. No. For anyone. So I proceeded to go out there and go one point two innings, punched <laughs> out four, yeah. gave up ten runs on twelve hits. <laughs> How'd I do? <laughs> 
Uh, get back I haven't to, heard from anyone, so. Get back yeah. to my locker, and I have a call from the assistant Not GM. the call you wanted, probably. And I'm like, this doesn't make any That's sense. It's weird they would use him to call me up, but I'll and call him like, back. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh. So I call him back. I'm like, hey, I'm like not having any clue how this conversation is going, like trying to sound like I'm in good spirits, you know? I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My parents flew in to see that game. Mm. Uh, and so I'm like on the phone. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, well, you know, I been better. rough one, but doing all right. How's it going? And he goes, yeah, so uh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And I'm like, I... I don't, I honestly don't yeah. know. He's like, well, you know, stick with it. We all have rough ones. Just want mm. to make sure you're doing okay. Like, we'll see you soon or something. And like, great. That's, yep. All right. This was nice. We should, <laughs> we should do this again. Definitely not going yeah. to the big leagues. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine iron, huh? Well, you're fired. Oh, God. All right, so last thing I got to ask you before we wrap this up. You have a Boring Company flamethrower? Not mine, unfortunately. Oh, man. I wish I could claim it as my own, and I want to buy it and think we should buy one <laughs> ourselves. But that's the that's the Elon Musk company, right? Yep. Uh, went to a friend's birthday party in the city. They have a, a beautiful place. It's townhouse right in downtown Chicago, and they have a, a rooftop um, and the, the host, the guy um, who is now the husband of the girl who I went to high school with, so it was like our whole friends, these guys and girls that we were friends yeah. with in high school, our circle, and uh, he's like, stay right here, I'm gonna go get something. He brings it out, and I mean, no, my, everything about me perked up. Like, <laughs> like, what is that? Ooh. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> he's like, it's exactly what you think it is, and he just starts showing it to me, and um, I was like, give me that immediately, if not sooner. And <laughs> I think it's like, it's like 500 bucks, I think. Yeah. I think so. So there's no reason we shouldn't have one. <laughs> They're on back order right now. But yeah. I just got to find a reason to justify it or rationalize there's it. There's no, you, not, you need no reason. You don't. That is the reason. To own a flamethrower. <laughs> it's awesome though. And it's as cool as you think. And it goes as far as you think it does too. Would I trust it around me or someone <laughs> else or you even? No, probably not. <laughs> I think it's all the more reason to have safer one. to keep at a friend's house or something like that. <laughs> but there's little gadgets like that where I got to believe they're geared towards people like us where it's have you have the money and it's just like you're, you're looking for things to spend it on and just stupid purchases make their way into your, <laughs> your I, transaction list. I would have a very hard time classifying that as a stupid purchase. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd have a hard time getting people to believe my reasoning, but I wouldn't have a hard time <laughs> justifying it. Yeah. No doubt. I wish I was mine, and I we might have to follow up the story once we actually order one. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, I kind of want it. Uh, I do too. I've <laughs> wanted one for a while. I hope there's a follow-up of us just like just <laughs> everywhere. Oh God. Uh, that'd be great. Well, thank you for having me here. This yeah, was awesome. It's been great. It was a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. This might be the longest conversation we've had too. Setting new uh, new heights. My name's Trevor, right? It's, uh, yeah. It's good to know you. Yeah, it's good to get to yeah. know you. That was <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a fun year. It will be. I'm looking forward to it.
And that's a wrap on this episode of Bauer Bites. Joining me next time is Sean Manaya, longtime gamer and proud owner of a big league no-hitter. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watch underscore momentum and subscribe to our YouTube page, Watch Momentum, for more behind-the-scenes, player-driven content. Be kind, have a wonderful day, and I'll catch you all right here for the next episode of the Bauer Bites podcast. <laughs> <laughs>